Thanks for listening to this podcast of Trending with Timory. If you haven't already subscribed, please catch us wherever you love to listen to your podcast, from the Relevant Radio app to Apple, YouTube, you name it, we are there. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to go and give us a five-star review to help other people discover the podcast. Anything you share in terms of episodes, whether it's texting it to a friend, posting on social media, helps to build up the kingdom for God to help confront the challenging issues we face as a culture, but with joy, with hope, and with an eternal perspective where our faith collides with everyday life, bringing eternal principles to help us live our life joyfully. Relevant Radio is listener-supported radio. Give from the heart. Give from the heart. To the radio station that supports you heart and soul. This is the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. The news is in. I'm back. This is Timory here on Trending with Timory. During our pledge drive at Relevant Radio, we have a $3 million fundraiser going this week. We have to finish it by tomorrow afternoon. Actually, before trending starts next week, tomorrow we should be done. Uh, We're working our way toward our next goal. We actually need $4,000 over the next few minutes to keep it pace with our pledge drive. So if you can donate and support us, I really need uh, to hit that goal over the next few minutes. If you'd like to support us, RelevantRadio.com and the Relevant Radio app are the easiest ways to give now. Now, you can also donate by calling 1-877-291-0123. So much to talk about today during marriage hour, some things in celebrity world news that were on my mind when I was away on maternity leave that I really wanted to talk about, one of which actress Gabrielle Union talking about her former marriage to NFL NFL player Chris Howard and how she thought that she could cheat on him. She thought she was, quote, entitled to cheat on her first husband because she was paying the bills. We're going to talk about some of those challenges today. 21st century, many women are higher earners than their husbands. Does that create a problem? If so, what are those problems? I'd love to hear from you on social media. You can also give me a call, 1-888-914-9149. But go to social media and comment. I've thrown this up on my Instagram story, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on this and share them during the show. But let's kick off this hour again. We need to raise $4,000 over the next couple of minutes. Actually, $3,000. A couple more people have stepped up supporting the work we're doing here. We need to raise $3,000 really over the next five minutes here. Uh, So if you can support us, let's pray that we make our needs met here by your generous support and we're able to continue to do the work we're doing. Join me in praying the memoire for an end to abortion and again for this pledge drive for our fundraiser. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in my mercy, in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I love that prayer, the memoir. If you don't have it memorized, memorize it. If you don't know how to memorize it, Pray over and over again reading it, but write it down a couple times as well. Have it in front of you. Uh, I actually 
over the last couple of years started taping some of the prayers I wanted to memorize either next to my desk or even on the mirror in my bathroom. You look at it, you pray it, uh, but also writing it can be really helpful. I know there have been times where I've heard a Catholic song that everyone but me seems to know. I remember years ago, I felt that way about the Salve Regina. Why don't I know this? Uh, Write them down, sing them, find ways so that you don't feel like you're missing the great inheritance of your Catholic faith and tradition in the songs and prayers. Hey, it's our weekly marriage hour today on Trending. And while I was on maternity leave, I didn't check the news a ton, but one story that came up across my uh, desk that I saw on my phone, and my mom sent it to me too. She said, when you get back, you have to talk about it. Actress Gabrielle Union actually did a interview talking about her first marriage and how she felt entitled to cheat on her first husband because she was paying the bills. What a mindset to have. This is so, so beyond um, like radical sexism. And I'll argue this is sexism in a certain respect because here women are arguing equality, equality, equality. Okay, well, many women are very high high functioning earners today are in very high power positions. And if a man is in that position, if a man is married, it would always be expected that he would never cheat would be hoped for, right? But when a woman is, for some reason, that table is turned. Um, And I think it's really fascinating to see this dynamic and to talk about about why that's happening. And I do want to hear your thoughts. Many women do earn more than their husbands. It's a sensitive topic. Uh, For many couples, it always seems to be a point of uh, contention in a marriage when it occurs. And when you know, we see this happening, it's really fascinating to see those dynamics and how this is something new, really over the last 50 years in human history. It's never been something that's been any type of norm in our culture. So I've been kind of following and looking at a little bit of uh, what was said by actress Gabrielle Union. And she said, in our first marriage, neither one of us felt like marriage should get in the way of our dating. And she goes on to talk about how keeping up with his activities and her own, um, they kind of just had that, oh, that's what you're doing. That's what you're up to type of conversation. And then every now and again, there would be this comment of how this one was actually going to kind of be felt by the other person. That is the people that they were engaging with on an intimate level. And she said, I just felt entitled to it as well. She said, I was paying all the bills, I was working my bleep off, and I felt like that's what comes, the spoils of riches. She said, like my dad before me, whoever has the most gets to do whatever the heck, I'll say, they want, and that's what I thought, she said. It was just dysfunctional from day one. So she was modeling what was modeled to her, but what was fascinating is that she was taking this bad behavior of her father, who wasn't fulfilling his role as a husband and a father, uh, by acting this way because he had more, and that's what she did in her own marriage. And I find it fascinating because she shares about how that was wrong and how she actually wishes that she had more guilt for what she was doing, and she didn't at the time. But isn't it interesting how... This dynamic, this attitude isn't just what's happening in celebrity Hollywood. I've seen this happening in marriages today. The reality is, is that some couples are facing that they're in the situation where a wife is earning more than the husband. And it's 
a lot to chew on. And I want to talk about the cheating perspective in a little bit with Hugh Brown here on Trending um, and get that male perspective as well. But let's talk about the reality that women at times are earning more than their husbands within the context of marriage today. Is this the ideal in terms of the way that marriage um, was created to function? Well, we know that the God-given role for a man in marriage is to be the leader, protector, and provider. And that a fundamental dimension for women is to be the nourishing, life-giving individual. I mean, our bodies are oriented toward this as women, and the bodies as men are oriented toward that physical capacity, as well as the spiritual gift to lead, protect, and provide. So wouldn't that be the ideal necessarily, that a wife is earning more than her husband? No, not necessarily. And I think any couple who's in that situation, it puts pressure often on the wife. It puts pressure or frustration on the husband. Or sometimes the husband will check out and get too comfortable. And it's interesting to see kind of how challenging these circumstances are for couples when the historical narrative that we've seen up until now of a man being that primary leader and protector is kind of usurped by the feminist culture today, pushing very, very hard for women to work outside of the home, especially especially pushing if they're a wife or a mother, when the gifts of women are oriented toward raising and nurturing children. And again, I'm not saying that women shouldn't work, but I'm saying because of this challenge and this push, it has created this tug and pull within marriages. Especially with you see a lot of the late bloomers with men today getting, you know, kickstarted into their careers a little slower than women. And then you find yourself in this situation. Many couples are having a hard time um, reconciling this challenge, whether in a dating circumstance or before even considering dating. I have um, a couple people close to me I can think of right now. Uh, one in in uh, who's a lawyer and the challenge that can come with trying to meet someone uh, who respects her, but also respects what she's doing and is interested still in marrying her. I remember she got married a little later because she couldn't find someone um, who wasn't maybe uh, nervous or or feeling you know a little challenging or competitive with the fact that she had a very, very high-level job and was very talented. I know a young woman now who's a lawyer in the same place, you know, wants to be married, but some men are turned off by that. Uh, so let's talk, though, for just a moment about the reality of what's happening. The culture has downplayed the responsibility for men to one, work, to two, pr provide, and then three, to protect not just physically, but spiritual dimension is for men to protect that God-given role that women have in the home. We read in that encyclical Cassie Canubi that just came out almost 100 years ago, not quite, as the industrial sexual revolution, all of this was occurring around us. You're listening to Trending with Tim Ray coming back with me in just a moment. Coming up is Father Rocky. I'll be back in just a moment. Hi, this is Father Rocky, CEO of Relevant Radio. Did you know that evangelizing on the radio is the most effective and least expensive way to spread the Word of God? It's true. Only pennies per hour per person. You can help us keep our costs down by becoming a member of our St. Joseph Recurring Gift Society. You give a gift of $25 or more every month to Relevant Radio, and when we know we can count on your gift, we can reduce the amount of mail we send out. It helps us to budget better on our end, and of course, the same goes for you on your end. Please consider becoming a member of our St. Joseph Recurring Gift Society today. You can join us for as little as 
$25 a month. And this hour, we have matching funds. It only takes a minute to give when you give online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. You can also give by calling 877-291-0123. Your gift this hour will be doubled, and it's tax deductible. Hey, this is Kale Clark from The Kale Clark Show and the Faith Explained program on Relevant Radio. Joining Timory for this hour of trending, it's our Winter Pledge Drive, Give from the Heart. And this is really your last chance, if you're a fan of Timory's program, if you've enjoyed her conversation, if you maybe feel a little like you disagree, that's okay. She invites that. You can call in and you can talk to her about this uh, later in her program. But this is really the last opportunity for you during this pledge drive to say yes. I want to support this program and all the other great shows on Relevant Radio by calling 877-291-0123. And the reason is simply this. The pledge, the pledge drive will be done by the time Timory comes back on air tomorrow. So this is your chance to show her mm-hmm. some love for the next few minutes and go to RelevantRadio.com also and the Relevant Radio app. And it's a partnership challenge hour, too. Every dollar is matched 100%. Maybe some of you guys out there can uh, give some larger gifts, and they're going to be matched in a large way as well. But no matter what the size of the gift is, it's the intention of the heart. It's the desire to give and just to partner with us, giving from the heart. Nancy in Illinois has just given $100. Thank you, Nancy. That becomes $200. Mary Claire in Thousand Oaks, California. California has really been coming on strong over the last hour or two, has come in with an online gift. She's a new donor. Thank you very much for joining the Relevant Radio family. And you're a part of the family too. 877-291-0123. Give from the heart at relevantradio.com and the app. And speaking of family, this is your marriage hour, Timory, and you're talking about Gabrielle Union. And I've read a little bit about her life. She's suffered a lot of things in her life. And and there are a lot of hurting people out there that that maybe don't have God's perspective on marriage, family, and all that sort of stuff. And, And they need that. They need the touch of love that we provide here on Relevant Radio. That's right. And that's why we talk about these difficult topics. So if you'd like to support the work we're doing, relevantradio.com is the easiest way to give. We need to raise $1,000 over the next couple of minutes here to meet that next goal of $100,000. So if you can support us, we're working our way toward that $100,000 mark. We need to, again, kind of be in a better shape as we come to the close of the day. We'll have, you know, almost a million to raise in one day tomorrow. Uh, so we need to, you know, really kind of step up. If you can give $25 right now, or maybe you can give 3 a dollar a day for this year. You can break it up into installments. You can join our reoccurring gift society to mm-hmm. make that happen. There's special perks for joining um, the St. Joseph's reoccurring you gift society. It. So donate now, relevantradio.com, the relevant radio app are the easiest ways to give. 1-877-291-0123. And we really need to raise that thousand dollars over the next couple of mo- minutes here. Give from the heart, relevantradio.com, 877-291-0123. You're listening to Trending with Timory, where you can discuss what matters most to you. Join the conversation, 888-914-9149. Great to be with you. Timory here. I'm back from maternity leave if you hadn't heard the news. And we are talking during our weekly marriage hour today. I would love to hear your thoughts on this whole um, 
conversation that I saw when I was away and I want to talk about. Uh, Last month, actress Gabrielle Union did an interview talking about how she felt entitled to cheat on her first husband uh, because she was paying all the bills. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Do you think that there's a mindset shift in marriage when a wife is a higher earner than her husband? Does that create challenges? And if so, why? Uh, Please go and comment on social media. I'd really like to hear your thoughts. Follow me at Timmery, T-I-M-M-E-R-I-E. I I throw up a questionnaire on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. So go give your thoughts. I want to get a male's perspective on this. Uh, Hugh Brown is joining me. He's the vice president at American Life League. They have incredible work there that they are doing. And so um, he has such a candid perspective on marriage and family and life issues. And Hugh, what was your initial thought on hearing this idea of kind of being licensed, having this license to cheat just because you're earning more than your spouse? Well, my initial reaction was that's kind of the dumbest thing I ever heard. Um, you know, I, I've read the article. I, I tried to study some of the things that she said in that interview. And one of them, what, what struck me was she quoted her father, like the way that she was raised. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she had commented that, um, like my dad before me, whoever has the most gets to do uh, whatever the hell they want is what I thought. You know, to the riches go the spoils. And th- number one, the, the first thing is you got to be careful when you're raising your kids, right? Because uh, some of that bravado and some of the examples that we set, if they ingrain themselves like that, look, look at the dysfunction, even as she identifies it. And then secondarily, you know, a, a marriage is just not a, a partnership. It's not just a thing to be, you know, treated with that lack of respect. You know, you make a commitment to Almighty God, and that, that commitment to Almighty God means that you work very hard, you know, to to honor your spouse, to to take care of your spouse, to overcome whatever difficulties they may be. And as Christ did for us, that means we've got to die to ourselves. I mean, men, we've all got egos. Um, she felt empowered or entitled to do whatever she wanted to do in that marriage because she made more money. But that doesn't entitle you to anything, right? If And, I, and the funny thing is, in reading that article, she quotes like three different times her therapist. There's no mention of, of a pastor, no mention of a priest, no mention of faith. Um, you know, and, and quite often in my experience, especially with involvement, as involved as I am with young people in our, in our high school, um, therapists can do a lot of damage to young people if those therapists are not centered in Christ because the world is working overtime to justify mm-hmm. the most insane things. And so mm-hmm. I think, you know, she, she's a lost soul as far as that is concerned. Mm. And, you know, praise God, it seems like her second marriage is doing better than the first uh, but catholictherapist.com, if you're finding a therapist, Hugh, like you said, a lot of uh, perspectives on therapy are very skewed. Uh, people are encouraged to leave their spouse. They're encouraged to kind of have that you do you or overemphasis on this idea of me time and self-care. Those things are important, um, but I find are uh, very misguided in much of the therapy world today. So having a strong, good, faith-filled therapist Uh, is important. CatholicTherapist.com is a resource for that. It's interesting. You and I were talking about this earlier today before we jumped on the show, and we were talking about how um, that trust, um, trust can be broken. We have this entitlement mentality as a culture today. And isn't it so fascinating in the dawn of the sexual revolution um, that you see women who want equality, but they make this equality a means of entitlement to do whatever the heck they want. And women aren't happier for it. And 
I find it interesting to see how it's impacting these dynamics within marriage where there's that God-given role to lead, protect, and provide for the man. Uh, and it's being usurped by the woman when she perhaps has a gift that has been given to her, where maybe she's, you know, crossing over a little bit into some of that domain and realm and that gift or place where a husband might be. And instead of having this level of humility, this understanding that this is family money, this is our couple's money, this is, you know, only done by the ability of both of us mutually supporting each other. Instead, it becomes about me and the power and control I can have over another person to manipulate them or control them. Well, I'm a little... um maybe jaded when it comes to um, um, centered, spoiled. I, I don't know what, I don't want to sound arrogant, what word to use, but I'm 54 years old and I've known my wife since we were 14. And we just spent the last four days uh, this past weekend in the mountains celebrating our, our 30th wedding anniversary and 38 since Praise we were God. 15. Um, and I thank you. And none of those things have ever even crossed my mind. I mean, because it, at the root of everything, and this, I would imagine it started with the relationship, it, it evolved into to sports, which was a big part of my life through my 20s, playing football, then business. And then just a few years ago, you know, all of a sudden God opened a door and now I'm coaching a high school football team. So it's come full circle. But at the foundation of all that, what the Lord has taught me is, is, is one thing, and that's faithfulness. That's got to be present. It's faithfulness. And I tell young men, business people, anything I'm involved in with you, there's got to be faithfulness. If there's not that, I'm not, we're, it's not, we are going to go absolutely nowhere. And that means that our faithfulness, you know, within ourselves has to be to God Almighty. And everything that we've been discussing and you just explained, there's no money, um, ego, pride, that we've all got those things. But you have to kill, you have to push those down, essentially, kill those, if you will, and serve Christ. And in serving Christ, men, as the leaders of our homes, as the leaders of our marriage, we have to serve Christ, and that means that we, in, by like mind, we're serving our wives, we're taking care, we're providing, we're being humble, we're being caring, we're being loving, we're setting that example for our children. Um, and our wives, by like token, you know, provide for us, provide for the family, provide for the, the, the nature of the, the, the family. I mean, it takes both to make it work. And I'll come back real quick to what you said. If, if folks take just one thing away from this, the... Um, uh, I met with a bishop I, uh, back in January, and one of the things that he said to me is the greatest need in the diocesan Catholic schools are Catholic counselors, because a lot of these schools, especially up north in Northern Virginia, very wealthy, a lot of money, a lot of you know, folks that are um, uh, able to afford the, the best possible therapist, but they're really screwing up their kids. And he said that. And I think we see that even when we turn on the TV, when all, all this gender confusion, all this other nonsense Sin and disorder is being embraced and basically codified, if you will, by the medical mm -hmm. establishment in large portions. So you've got to guard your children and yourself carefully when it comes to counselors and things like we're talking about, right? If this young lady had had a, perhaps a, a Catholic counselor, a Christian counselor, or a priest to talk to, things might have gone a little bit differently. And so I think it's very careful. Uh, it's very important that people be aware of that that the world's counseling is in large part leading you in the absolute opposite direction. Mm. 
It's an important reminder as we're talking about marriage. And I keep thinking about you know, why even get married? And I know that uh, that question comes up when Gabrielle Union was doing that interview, actress Gabrielle Union, about how she thought she had a license to cheat. She was entitled to cheat because she was paying all the bills. Uh, why get married? She did say, you know, I probably shouldn't have gotten married. You know, that her therapist said that I don't even know how this came out of the dating um dating realm into a marriage. But I think a lot of people find themselves there. Why do people get married who don't understand marriage, who didn't have a good example of marriage? Um, because we deep down inside as humans desire commitment. We desire that we have expectations of ourselves and others. We actually do desire the ideal, even if we don't understand it or know how to make it work or how to get there or what what maybe good models are. And so I think that when we understand that there's that desire that is so pure, um, helping to build up what makes it possible to have those holy, healthy marriages is important. That means that we enter into those marriages freely, totally giving ourselves, understanding a proper formation of marriage or a marriage preparation, um, that we are faithful in those relationships, and that we desire for fruit to come from those relationships as well. Hugh Brown, Executive Vice President of American Life League, joining me here today on Trending. You can find him and his great pro-life work at AmericanLifeLeagueAll.org. We'll be right back to talk about some news on the abortion front as the abortion pill is being deregulated by the FDA, making it available over the counter at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Timory here. It's great to be with you. We need to raise $30,000 in the next 30 minutes. That's $1,000 a minute. I think we can make it there. Uh, whether you can give a larger gift today of $1,000 right now, of 30 people step forward. I know, you know, Florida, we have people in Florida. We have people in California. We have people in Texas. If you are here with me now, you can support the work we are doing at Relevant Radio. So thank Thank you. Um, if you can support us with $10 today, that's sometimes what I've given. I know I've been, you know, to fundraisers and maybe someone invited me to the fundraiser and I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I really don't have the money to give, but what I can give is $10 or maybe $50 right now. Please, relevantradio.com, the Relevant Radio app are the easiest ways to give. And you can also give us a call the old-fashioned way. We take that too, 1-877-291-0123. Your donation is secure online. It's tax deductible, which, by the way, if you are much wiser than I and already filed your taxes, maybe you have a little extra money that you wouldn't usually have, and you can give a gift. Or perhaps you're looking ahead to Lent, and you're saying, you know what? I'm giving up coffee this Lent. Um, I don't drink coffee, but I know it's a sacrifice for many people. Or, hey, maybe I'm skipping a meal every day. And, you know, in terms of my budget, I know, you know, I'll be saving $100 or whatever it might be each month. I can donate $100 right now um, because I know I will have that much less that I'm spending, you know, coming up in a couple of weeks here. You know, find those sacrifices so that you can support what we're doing here at Relevant Radio. I don't know if I could give up uh, coffee, Timory. This is Kale Clark here alongside Timory. But uh, let me give you a jolt. Stephen in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida, has just given $1,000 online, a new donor. Thank you, Stephen. That becomes $2,000 because this is a partnership challenge hour. Every dollar is matched by generous donors just like you who want to match your donations to encourage you to give. 
Love that. Thank you very much, Stephen. You are helping to keep Relevant Radio on the airwaves, on the internet. An anonymous donor in Miami has just given $100. That becomes 200 That's a new market for us, by the way, here at Relevant Radio, as well as Astoria, New York, another new market. We're always trying to expand our reach. Mario has given $20. That becomes 40 Hey, you can give too, 877-291-0123. Give from the heart. It's RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app. It's our winter pledge drive. This is the last chance for you to give during Tim Marie's hour. Just a few minutes left to take advantage of that matching. And, and take a look, by the way, at all the Pledge Drive premiums we've got for you on RelevantRadio.com, 877-291-0123. Get from the heart right now. This is the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. Give from the heart. Tim Murray here. You're listening to Trending with Tim Murray. It's our weekly marriage hour today, and hey, we're in the middle of our pledge drive. If you can support the work we're doing here at Relevant Radio, we need to raise $30,000 in the next 27 minutes. We're 5000 there, so we have 25000 to go. So we need to raise $25,000. If you can support the work, relevantradio.com, 1-877-291-0123 are the easiest ways to give. Uh, we have thank you gifts to give to you. You know, Maybe you've thought about you know, buying a pillow that's got some Catholic themes. Maybe you thought about buying a wall plaque. Um, we have these gifts for you as a thank you. So maybe instead of spending the money at a Catholic company, you can spend it today uh, by donating to the work we're doing here at Relevant Radio to continue to keep everything operating. We're growing. We have about 200 radio stations across the nation, coast to coast. And you know, I run into people all the time who have stumbled across Relevant Radio, have come back to church, um, who are not Catholic. I was talking to someone uh, not too long ago who listens to Trending and um, live kind of a dicey lifestyle, uh, supporting things I wouldn't support. Um, they, you know, they actually deliver marijuana um, to some of the different stores that sell that. And is total atheist, but listens to Trending. You know, talk about having a positive influence on others by being a radio network that is accessible to all. These are the pipe but people who will hear the message of what we're doing um, and they want to have a conversation. Maybe they have similar values or maybe they disagree and want to hear a different perspective. Actually, I have um, um, some friends who have told them about what I do here and they've told their very secular friends who listen now on a regular basis because they're just intrigued by a different perspective. Isn't that refreshing to hear today? Uh, so help continue to keep Relevant Radio operating here. Uh, 1-877-291-0123. Um, generous donor Joanne just stepped forward and gave $1,000 in New Mexico. Thank you, Joanne. We need to raise $24,000 now in the next 25 minutes. That's about 1,000 hours. So if you can give $1,000 Whatever you can give, please support us. Uh, joining me now is Hugh Brown, Executive Vice President of American Life League. You can find him and his work at ALL.org. Uh, news in the new year, Hugh. Um, the FDA, under the order of President Biden and his radical pro-abortion administration, uh, has continued to deregulate the abortion pill, the RU486 abortion pill. It's really only supposed to be taken up to about 8 to 10 weeks, but often Planned Parenthood, because it's cheaper, is given it and all the way up to 16 weeks I've seen in the crisis pregnancy centers when I've been there. Uh, but what happened is they are deregulating the FDA under President um, President Biden. They're deregulating the abortion pill. And now they're making it so that a physician does not have to oversee um, the 
the prescription and everything for a woman and the process of the RU46 abortion. In fact, you can actually access this at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens with this deregulation. This is frightening, you to see. Yes, it is. And I think it needs a little bit of context, too. So we have to understand that uh, the government, the Biden administration, are, are all in when it comes to, to killing children. And, you know, our work here, one of the things we do is we work very hard in communities to help them rid themselves of Planned Parenthood, either facilities, um, they're, they're absolutely perverse, uh, what they call sex education, uh, all the way down from, from kindergartners up to, to high schoolers. It's all just perverse and disgusting but they're, and immoral. But their model is very much moved to pill abortions. It's interesting because they, they launched an app to make abortion pill access easier literally weeks before the world got shut down during the pandemic. Wasn't that convenient? And then emergency orders were given to make these pills even more accessible. So it just really makes you wonder. And the number well, of abortions... Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, and just jumping in real quick, um, this was actually a strategy since the Clinton administration, the pro-abortion movement, to make the abortion pill, uh, it's not Plan B, it's the abortion pill, it's even later process of abortion, uh, accessible and as deregulated as possible. And it's taken them this long, but it's been part of the goal because they anticipated, they knew that Roe v. Wade one day was going to be overturned, and they also wanted to provide more accessible abortion than ever before with less overhead work for, um, for the actual businesses. Planned Parenthood who make money off of abortion. They can make more money just giving a set of pills. And so this was a strategy that they have actually achieved. Oh, without question, without question. And my father, God rest his soul, you know, always used to say they're committed. I mean, if it takes them a week, a year, 10 years, 15 years, they know that conservatives and God's people will stand down, will back down, you know, step by step, day by day, and they will just not stop. Um, and Planned Parenthood, you know, they now operate a staggering number of facilities that do nothing but surgical abortion pills, right? They have 215 centers, and that's all that they do. And the other 176 facilities that they have do um, surgical abortions and pill abortions. They're responsible for 82% nationally, 82%. And that, mm. that number's old. It's probably increased since because they don't release their information. And as I mentioned when we spoke offline, can we trust them to report accurate numbers? No. Right. So what the, fe- what the federal government has done with the emergency, what they call emergency contraceptives, are essentially just make them uh, easier for young women to obtain. It used to have to be prescribed by a doctor. And what, the way Planned Parenthood did it, you logged on to a Zoom. And who knew who you were talking to? Right? Who, who knew? Could have been the receptionist. And it, no one ever questions these things. And was a young mm-hmm. woman five weeks pregnant or 25? There's never, there's no testing, there's nothing. And there are plenty of stories, if you if you dig hard enough, of where daily young women are having traumatic injuries and complications from these awful pills. So the FDA, you know, in January, of course, made it easier. You don't need a doctor. You just need, if that even existed to begin with, now you can simply have it prescribed by any doctor to your farm. Ph- you can go to the pharmacy and have the pharmacist prescribe it for you. Just say, I'm here to, I would like this, the, the first or second stage of these pills. And it is absolute evil. And they're trying to make it as mm-hmm. easy as is possible for, 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 our, for women in this country to murder their children. And that's who they mm-hmm. are. I mean, we just saw it at the State of the Union, yeah. right? They're, some of these guys are wearing abortion pins mm-hmm. on their jackets. It's, right. They celebrate it now. They celebrate death. Right. And this is who they are. Right. 
Well, and the fact of the matter is, is that the statistics are on our side as the abortion pill has been deregulated uh, since COVID, not just here in the United States, but in Europe as well. Um, Europe, if you look at the statistics in Europe, their emergency room visits have astronomically gone up um, of women who have had incomplete and complications after enduring their abortions from doing at-home over-the-counter abortions. And the fact that this be, is being allowed to continue in the States is absolutely atrocious. I mean, I have been side by side with women who, after having taken the first set of abortion pills that kills the baby, are going through with severe hemorrhaging. I mean, I'm talking about passing blood clots the size of baseballs and larger um, and sitting in pools of blood. And I'm sorry to be graphic, but this is the reality of a woman going through severe damage to her body potentially facing things such as infertility, infection, um, severe nausea. I mean, there are many, there are autoimmune disorders that are coming from this from this bomb of chemicals being put in women's bodies to kill their children. And young women, young women are doing this. Women who are being pressured into abortion, women who think that, you know, if they just kill their baby, they will have a career, whatever it might be that they're looking for as this baby impeding their life moving forward. It's not all rosy um, and easy on the other side of that abortion. And I wish more women would tell their stories about chemical abortion because it is so damaging to body, mind, and soul. And so resources such as abortionpillreversal.com, if you started the abortion process and have only taken the first abortion pill, you can stop the process from continuing to go on and actually save a life. Thousands of babies have been saved through this, born totally healthy after a woman thought she wanted the abortion, started the process, and changed her mind. Um, and the complications we need to talk about with other people and understand, as you're saying, Hugh, the reality that there is an agenda here to destroy human life. And so-called Catholic President Biden is there pushing this very, very severely. I know you are following this story and you guys are doing great work at American Life Lake. Um, please, Hugh, if people want to get connected with your work and be involved in some of the projects, can you throw that website out one more time for us? Of course. It's all.org. And everything that we're discussing now is there. And people need to, to wake up. People need to, to just do a little bit of reading, understand what we're up against. Because the pills we're discussing, you know, are actually manufactured and created by the same company that created Zyklon B, which was the gas that was used in Nazi Germany to, to exterminate millions of mm. Jewish people. Same company, you know, IG Farben, which was funded initially by the Rockefellers. All this is fact. All this is fact. And so people just need to understand that evil, it, evil works together. Evil has no conscience. Evil doesn't care. Evil doesn't care about you. It doesn't care about your children. And when you have people, like you said, President Biden, who identifies as Catholic, that's a whole nother show we should do where, you know, more, it simply requires moral courage for the Catholic Church to stand up to people that claim to be Catholic that are actually undermining the faith and putting millions and millions of souls at risk because of the horrible examples they're setting. So mm -hmm. it just requires moral courage. And you can visit us at all.org, learn more, and we'd love to have uh, your support. But I would also encourage you to support um, Relevant Radio. I think your pledge is going great. I'm very happy for you guys. 
Thank you, Hugh, for being with us. That's ALL.org and ALL.org. Also, if you want to take action, studentsforlife.org. Um, I'm posting a link on social media now. They have a, a whole action center. If you want to take action, if you want to contact the CEOs of CVS, of Walgreens, and others who are providing, um, looking at providing this RU46 chemical abortion that's so harmful for women, kills babies, kills some women as well. Uh, you can actually speak up, contact their CEOs. They can change their mind. Public witness and advocacy helps. It took me 15 seconds to contact um, some of the CEOs of these companies that will offer the RU486 abortion pill over the counter. So let's go ahead and stop this from happening. Check that out. Follow me at Timmery, T-I-M-M-E-R-I-E on Facebook and Twitter to catch that link. Again, it takes 15 seconds to reach out to those CEOs of the companies to stop this abortion access and this culture of death. I'll be right back here on Trending with Timory. Changing lives in your neighborhood and across the nation. Here's another relevant radio miracle moment. Lois, welcome to The Inner Life. We've been married 40 years. Um, I'm a Baptist. He's a Catholic. And we lived in Arizona to start, and I moved here to uh, Michigan, and I started listening to Relevant Radio. And what's happening is I'm converting because I believe it's important to go to church with the person you love. And I'm trying to get through RCA, but it snows here and then I don't make it. <laughs> I'm on my third shot. I'm going to try. <laughs> but we go to church together. I don't take communion. And I want the communion the way it's supposed to be. And I want to do confession. So for those people out there, just keep doing it. Join Join your mates. See what happens. Listen to relevant radio. God will change your heart. Touch a heart and change a soul by making a donation to Relevant Radio today. We're working our way there. We need to raise $22,000 in the next 14 minutes. I believe we can do it. Come Holy Spirit, come Our Lady, intercede for us. Help us to provide uh, what we need to continue to work here at Relevant Radio and grow the work of your hands, Lord. Um, okay, so St. Valentine's Day is coming up, and I know a lot of people listening to Relevant Radio have perhaps a spouse or a child, a family member, who they're praying for their conversion. What better thing to do. I know for me sometimes in that journey when I'm worried about someone, I have this intention, I'm praying for someone, then to make a sacrifice for them. You know, we can fast, we can offer prayers, but sometimes that fasting and prayer, we disconnect and combining them together, we fast and we prayerfully fast, or we make a sacrifice, a donation even, and we prayerfully make that donation. Make a donation in the name of that person that you're praying for. Offer that gift to God. Maybe, you know, it's $100 you can give right now, $1,000. Maybe it's $22,000. That's what we need to raise in the next uh, 13 minutes here. Please support Relevant Radio coming up on St. Valentine's Day, giving that gift. Give from the heart and support us. Kay Clark's here with me. Uh, Kale, how can people give today? Timory, it's never been easier to give. It's never been more secure to give. It's never been faster to give. Simply going to the relevant radio app and clicking on the banner, it'll take you through the steps. And, and there really there really isn't much to it in terms of steps. And we're going to send you a very special gift as well back to you. When you give online, it's a beautiful talk on the heart of Jesus by Father James Kabicki. So when you give from the heart, uh, you can do so through the app. You can do so through our website, relevantradio.com, or by calling 877-291-0123. William has done that. 
in Downers Grove, Illinois. He's gone online. He's a new donor. Thank you so much, William. And he's coming in at the $200 level, and that's going to be matched 100%. It becomes 400 Rosemary in Oceanside, New York, has come in at the $50 level. That's a new market for us. Thank you, Rosemary. And we've got, a, oh, wow, a really big gift here from Michael in Austin, Texas. It's a recurring gift of $300 a month. And guess what? That becomes 600 a month thanks to our generous donors like you in this Partnership Challenge Hour, which is a lot less than an hour now. There's just a few minutes left to support Trending with Timory and our other relevant radio programs in this hour. So do it now. Don't hesitate. Pick up the phone and call 877-291-0123. Give from the heart at RelevantRadio.com and through the Relevant Radio app. Timory is back in just a moment. You're listening to Trending with Timory, where you can discuss what matters most to you. Join the conversation, 888-914-9149. We have 10 minutes. We need to raise about $20,000. If you can support us, 1-877-291-0123 is that number. A lot of people have been sending in their questions uh, as I have been coming back. This is my second day back from maternity leave. Um, so excited to be back with you. And... As I've been kind of going through some of the questions people are sending me about what they want to hear discussed, the big question is, how is your daughter? So my baby girl is six weeks and a day old today, and many of you know and were praying for and with me as four days after she was born, um, she was doing great. Everything seemed fine. And yet she, we found out she had a heart condition. We ended up in um, a breathing issue and Long story short, we were meeting with a cardiologist. We've had so many doctor's appointments over the last month, and we still have uh, many to go here. But she's doing well. She's, you know, interacting great. The doctors are really, it's kind of a wait-and-see approach right now. I met with a cardiologist this week, and she has... Uh, they finally really explained to me fully to help me understand what's going on um, with a specialist there. She has three holes in her heart, one that usually closes up within 48 hours that didn't um, and hasn't yet. Uh, the second one is another common hole in the heart that, you know, many infants have and that usually close up, but that many adults actually have uh, in life. And that one has not closed up. And she has a third hole in her heart that is not normal um, that they're concerned about and watching. And then also, there was a um, lot to explain, but there was a lot of tension going on in one part of her heart in the lower chamber that was causing blood cells to cross over into the opposite side that aren't supposed to cross over into the opposite chamber of the heart. And it was also passing through two of those holes. So long story short, it was creating a lot of um, difficulty for her with breathing. Her pulse was, uh, her pulse oxygen levels were very low and um, they had to put her on oxygen and really get her through that challenge because newborn baby's heart's really only about the size of a walnut, uh, if that. And so all of the strain on the heart uh, can be really difficult. And lo and behold, she had tongue, lip, and cheek ties. She had two cheek ties on one side. And if, you know, it can make it difficult when you're nursing, but it can also create strain on the rest of the body. So I've learned that when baby has that, it can actually cause uh, more strain on a heart that might already be working harder or when your oxygen levels are lower. So we actually just found that and 
had uh, this week the laser surgery done on her mouth that cauterizes uh, those wounds right away. So she's recovering from that. And if you've ever had to do um, tongue, lip, and cheek tie, and having to do the exercises with the baby, it's like baby torture. Oh my goodness, I have to do it six times a day, I'm stretching the mouth, and it's painful and uncomfortable for them. And they don't understand why it seems like mom's hurting them. Uh, it's hard. So that's how she's doing. She's doing really well. And with the tongue, lip, and cheek tie, a laser surgery being done this week for her to help decrease some of that tension and overworking of her body just to eat um, will continue to allow, hopefully, her heart to heal. And um, we're really hoping and praying that, you know, when we go in for our next echocardiogram that you will see that those holes are gone and she's doing amazing. I know the power of prayer and have received just that peace and consolation, um, especially when we were in the NICU and over the last month. But even with all of that, she's doing wonderfully day to day. You know, we know we don't have any, you know, kind of challenging moment to moment type of situations, um, which praise God is where we're at. Another question, a lot of questions have been coming in. Uh, people keep asking why I don't share my daughter's name um, or either of my children's names uh, publicly. And I know it's always been a a hard point for me not to always share that. Uh, it's something that, you know, I'm living maybe a public life and, you know, people may know me and my name. And I know I share photos of my children, but it's kind of, you know, odd if someone comes up to my child who she doesn't know and yet feels that she know they know her so well and are calling her by name. It's just that little bit of safety. And it's something that's really important uh, to my husband as well, that, you know, we're not just sharing their names and all the details of their life. Grant, I'm sharing a lot about what's going on with her health right now. Um, but that's part of kind of why we don't share uh, the names publicly of our girls, especially because there are a lot of people who disagree with what we do uh, and can be very threatening with what they say. And we never want that power of them knowing the names of our children or showing up somewhere um, that maybe we're not at. And they're trying to maybe coax them by saying things that they know about them and knowing them by name. Uh, so just it's a little level of uh, privacy and safety for our girls. So that's to answer that question that we keep uh, receiving a lot. But it's so good to be back with you. We're working our way through our fundraiser here. And Kiel Clark's going to join me in just a moment here. Give from the heart. That's the theme of our pledge drive this week. We're approaching St. Valentine's Day in just a couple days. And I'm asking you to make a sacrifice. Make a sacrifice for a loved one. Offer whatever financial gift you can give today. Uh, donate in their name. Maybe you let them know. Mom, wife. Uh, there are people that you can donate that who would really appreciate that. Who perhaps your gift doesn't matter as much to them. Um, this is, might be the perfect gift for that loved one in your life. RelevantRadio.com and the Relevant Radio app are the easiest ways to give right now or by calling one 291 123 That's right. You can call that number. You can also go online at RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app. It's easy. It's secure. It doesn't take very much time at all. But again, the old-fashioned way still works, 877-291-0123. Got to give a shout-out. I got to say... Yo, to Yolanda in Hillsdale, New Jersey, who has just come in with a second gift. So, yo, yo, that's twice as nice. A $365 <laughs> uh, 
Uh, coming dad into that dollar joke. a day. I know. I, I, the whole night has been about dad <laughs> jokes for me, but I love it. Hey, we're keeping it. It's good, clean humor. It's, uh, it may not be good humor, but at least it's clean humor. And uh, I'll tell you what, that's a good, clean gift right there. And we're going to send out to you, Yolanda, the, the wonderful book, Jesus, I Trust in You, a 30-day personal retreat with the litany of trust. Lent is coming up fast, uh, pun intended. We're going to be fasting a lot. And you might want to use this book as a personal spiritual retreat during Lent. And hey, you still got an extra 10 days or so because it's a 30-day uh, retreat by Sister Faustina Maria Pia. And she's one of the Sisters of Life. Love the Sisters of Life. And you're going to love this book if you come in at that dollar a day level or more. But there are other pledge drive premiums. If you go to relevantradio.com, the Relevant Radio app, you can check it out. Forget about my pillow. This could be your pillow. It's a monstrous rustic pillow, and Mary Graham calls it cottage chic. I, I like that. I don't know if you'd agree, Timory. You seem to have a pretty <laughs> refined sense of style, but I think it would look really nice on your couch. Uh, take it with you to adoration. Make people jealous. Hey, where'd you get that? You can only get it through giving at RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, and it says, come to me and I will give you rest. We love puns here at Relevant Radio, so yes, a pillow, rest, but... Uh, I'll tell you what, it's a beautiful thing to rest in Jesus. And of course, that quote comes from St. Matthew's Gospel. There's a lot more. There's the the wall plaque. This is also incredible. If you give a gift of $1,200 or more, and by the way, the partnership challenge is still on for the next couple of minutes here, that will become $2,400 uh, because we're a matching challenge. There are generous donors who want to match every dollar that you give for these next couple of minutes. Uh, this would be a great thank you gift at that $1,200 or more level. This is a Catholic home wall plaque. Uh, Jesus says, don't hide your light under a bushel, display it for all to see. And it reminds you, as well as all your guests, what you're all about. It's a very attractive uh, uh, plaque. It's five by 10 inches, uh, made uh, with, of resin with an attractive border. Uh, it's beautiful. You could, you could give it to uh, as a gift. It's a wonderful gift, and uh, uh, it, it would brighten up any home and just really remind us Amen. of why we're here. And in this household of faith uh, in the church, it's a great thing to do. To do that, so won't you encourage us by calling 877-291-0123? Get from the heart. Any dollar is matched 100% Timory on relevantradio.com and the app. And Clark from Carmel, California, just donated. Don't be especially praying for uh, his children and grandchildren and for their faith. Uh, praying with Clark. And thank you for supporting us. You're receiving these gifts, these thank you gifts. Uh, we need to raise 18000 more in the next few minutes. If you can support us, please, relevantradio.com, relevant radio app. Matthew just stepped up in Green Bay. Elsie just stepped forward in Inglewood, California. Dirk in Montana. Thank you for supporting the work we're doing here at Relevant Radio. Every dollar counts in all of your prayers. Make a sacrifice for a loved one today. Donate in their name. Um, God mm. knows and hears the sacrifices we are making. Our prayers, our fasting, our almsgiving. Support the work of Relevant Radio today, especially as we come up on Lent. Maybe you're going to have a little extra money because that's you're a, eating a little less <laughs> yeah, in the coming days. That, that's a great thing to do. Take take your coffee money and maybe say, I'm going to give that to Relevant Radio as a daily gift. Special thanks to Clark. Hey, maybe it was a donation in my name. They even spelled it right. With, uh, Clark with an E on the end. I'm just kidding. Clark and Carmel, thanks for that gift. That 2000 becomes 4000 you still got a minute to go. If you want to double your impact for the kingdom with Relevant Radio, 877-291-0123. Give from the heart right now. Hey, Father Rocky is standing right by for the happiest half hour of your day, the family rosary across America.